So remember how they hit that point that a lot of people were actually bringing up called quiet, quiet quitting and all the other good shit. Um, yeah, yeah. Hello, quiet quitter. Meaning that I only do the job that I get paid for. I want to say thank you to all of my Patreon supporters who help support the channel. Also, I want to say thank you to my Twitch subscribers. Help the channel out by donating or go to Patreon.com. Thank you. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. And well, here, letting this shit fester and not actually addressing the problem that you may have with your workers is lean to this shit. Let's go. Nearly one in five workers are loud quitting their jobs, and it's way more extreme than quiet quitting. Today, we're going to take a look at one of our favorite topics on this channel, and that is more dumb corporate buzzwords that are usually used to describe what employees have been doing for like the last 150 years since the beginning of jobs, and then label it. So, yeah. Yeah. Josh Fluke. And this is a guy who I actually admire his dedication to just looking at bullshit and actually saying like, you know what, this is some bullshit. And of course he's had some trials and tribulations from his life and he's been very open and honest about. And I think I covered a few of his videos before, but it's just one of those things where it's just like, um, I think this was actually a good one. Every time he does one about this topic, I haven't watched this one. That That's the thing, I haven't watched this one. But every time he does one about this topic, I think it's actually pretty good. So let's see what he says about out loud quitting. Let's go. With a buzzword that is inherently negative and almost has nothing to do with the word. For example, quiet quitting. The buzzword has nothing to do with actually quitting. It's just about doing your job. And if they expect you to work weekends, long hours, go above and beyond, then they should compensate you in some form for it. Quiet quitting is a global phenomenon that could cost the economy $8.8 .8 trillion. If you're one of those people out there that's doing their job satisfactory, keeping everyone happy, apparently you're costing your boss and executive, sorry, I mean global economy. So listen to that fucking point. Because you're not doing extra work and you want to be compensated for the work that you're actually doing, then you're costing companies money because... They got so used to motherfucking exploiting you. And now that you're not being exploited for it, well, then you're costing companies money. But let's go. Up to $8.8 .8 trillion per year. You're harming the global economy by doing everything we expect you to do. Insane 
corporate gas lighting. Call them loud quitters or grumpy stayers. More people are keeping their jobs but still want change. Two buzzwords describing one behavior. People that are vocal about their dissatisfaction with their job. But listen to how these articles try to frame these employees as if they're going against the organization for simply telling others how they feel about their job. One thing you'll notice with loud quitting, quiet quitting, and these other buzzwords is that managers, executive CEOs, and small business owners will constantly comment, nobody's forcing you to work there. Why? Yeah, nobody's forcing people to work in a place except for the fact that they need a roof over their head, food, you know, water, shit like that. No one's forcing you to work here. And this actually, fuck, like, I recently had a town meeting. If you watch other my streams or videos, you'll know that literally in the town hall meeting, when they're talking about all this technology they're going to do, of how they were ecstatic that, well, not ecstatic, but they seemed almost cheery describing how many people have actually left for other jobs, that they're going to have technology that's going to make up for the, 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 the people that literally are no longer there anymore and when we address the whole working from home you know how it's something that is beneficial more productive well if you don't like it we can make sure you can we can help you find another company to work at in other words if you don't like it here you can just leave you can get another job until they need more people to work saturdays and then they're asking Hey, if you can work from home, would you work more Saturdays? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why would you stay in a job that you hate? I don't get it. You just sit there and complain, but you take the money anyways? What are you doing? I find the people that say these things have most likely not experienced hardship on that level, and they're not able to relate. Maybe they've never needed health insurance to buy their medication to stay alive. Or maybe they have, and they have survivorship bias because they made it out, and they weren't actually stuck in a job. And another thing you'll notice is that these articles almost never ask why employees end up behaving this way. They just say, look at how they're behaving, look at what it's costing the company. Gallup's 2023 State of the Global Workplace Report, which surveyed 122,416 workers across the world, found that 59% of employees are quiet quitting. Let's rephrase that to what it actually says. 59% of employees that took this survey are doing their jobs to the satisfaction of their managers. Co so yeah, you're quiet quitting if you're just doing the work they're paying you for. Yeah workers and everyone else but when you phrase it like this it sounds terrible again the buzzword has a negative connotation to it and 18 percent are loud quitting loud quitters are actively disengaged rather than putting in minimal work they actually directly harm their firms three different articles say that loud quitters actually go against their firm they only really give two examples number one you could damn I, I i i loud quit i talk about i i literally talk about here let me let me show you I, I loud quit. I loud quit. I loud quit. I, I loud quit. I actually have this as a picture on my desk. Let me see if I can put it up there. I literally have this as a picture on my desk. I'm unapologetic about it.
damage the company's brand, and number two, new employees might not want to work there anymore. You know what that sounds like to me? A whistleblower, really. Someone trying to help other people realize what they're about to get themselves into, but loud quitting. Welcome to grumpy staying, where workers don't have the leverage to quit, and some aren't too pleased about staying. They very much oversimplify the actual issues. Listen to the phrasing of this one. Indeed's wage tracker indicates that skyrocketing pay is slowing down. And just 43.5% of consumers say jobs are plentiful. What do you mean just 43.5%? I could see just 3%, just 4%, but this is almost half of consumers. That's a huge number of people. Here's another part. As wages barely keep up with inflation, why is that? Is it because of greedflation? The phenomenon where large for-profit corporations raise prices far past that of actual inflation and keep- Yeah, that the inflation bubble that we had was determined that it was just by greed. That's all it was. It was just fucking greed. But let's continue keep raising prices far faster than the rate of actual inflation. That's right, companies can artificially raise the cost of living for everyone just by raising the prices of all of their products and saying, there's inflation, times are tough, supply chain issues. And there's almost nothing you can do about it. Now, of course, I'm not saying that corporations are the sole cause of all inflation, but when you take inflation and combine it with greedflation, well, then you have workers that can't afford to live anymore. The prospect of a recession means some workers are fearing layoffs, more fear-mongering. Many have no choice but to keep punching the clock. But they don't really go into any of those reasons. They just talk about how annoying and bad loud quitters are or grumpy stayers are. Oh, and then they end it with, and grumble around the water cooler. Here's their next article full of more fun nonsense. Nearly one in five workers are loud quitting their jobs, a new Gallup poll says, and it's way more extreme than quiet quitting. Now that you know what loud quitting is, is it really way more extreme than quiet quitting? Is vocalizing how your company treats you and other people and what you do and don't like about your company loud quitting? Or is that just being transparent, maybe even a whistleblower? And like I said before, the articles keep saying that loud quitters are actively going against and opposing their organizations without really saying how, but I'd be willing to bet that you as an employee- So what's weird about this is he's absolutely right. I remember the whole, remember just a few months ago, or just a few, like a month or so ago, they had the picture of the the woman who, if people work from home, that she would eventually become like how everybody looks. And it just was just like a company playing on the fears of work from home, like people. And what they didn't say was, oh, no, this is how people that work for offices would actually look. Like, you guys see my setup. I have a desk in front of me. I have an L-shaped desk. Um, I have two monitors. I have, my monitors are, like, fingertips away. I mean, like, more than an arm length away. So, they actually um, are the recommended distance away to not hurt my eyes. I'm sitting in a fucking office chair. That's the thing. What a lot of these companies are doing is they're listening to the propaganda of these consultants and a lot of people who just want to make it where we want to feed CEOs the shit that they want to hear in order to make themselves feel good. Well, let's go.
just asking questions about policies at work would be seen as opposing the organization and the company. The report says loud quitters are actively disengaged as opposed to quiet quitters who are simply not engaged. That's not what quiet quitting means because again, the definition of quiet quitting is doing your job and everyone's happy with the work that you're doing. How is that not engaged? What more do you want? Do you want them to treat a company that's not their own like it is? Come on, Gallup. Employees considered engaged were said to be thriving at work, probably doing a whole bunch of unpaid extra work because they went above and beyond and got more work. Stop trying to guilt employees for doing their job, the thing you hire them to do. Where quiet quitters tend to be more passive in their disengagement, loud quitters may actively undermine employers' goals and can damage the brand when it comes to attracting new employees. The question really boils down to, uh, do they deserve it? Did they tell everyone there's not going to be any more layoffs and then a week later do another mass layoff? But no, no, we don't want to focus on the actions or behaviors of companies that cause employees to end up acting this way. We just want to focus on the employees acting like loud quitters. And so in other words, when empl when employers fuck up, you should just be like, oh no, I want <laughs> thank you, may I have some more of this shit? Like, yeah, exactly. That's what they want. That's what a lot of these places want. When an employer fucks up, they expect you to fucking take it. Adjustments will be made. You will adjust to what we tell you to motherfucking adjust to. But let's go complainers and whiners. Not why though. No one asks why. They're detached from the organization, but also emotionally against the organization and they'll be vocal about it. This is just one of those stigmas that I absolutely hate in life. But if a company says one thing, does another thing, and treats you a certain way, then you should be able to talk about it without being instantly categorized as a negative employee or in this case, a loud quitter, which is most likely what a lot of these people being labeled that are. And you can see just how out of context and how many details are missing. But before I do that, let me tell you about today's sponsor, brilliant.org. No, no, if you no. don't know what I'm posting the AI until a thing I like about topics, the idea of sitting there even longer to learn more stuff is drive through, you did. To pick up food so that you get ants like me, that's fine if you use these. And the first two, it's brilliant.org slash Joshua Fluke. Now back to the Gallup study for some more cringe. So what can leaders do today to potentially save the world? Well, the Gallup Foundation has found one clear answer. Change the way your people are managed. Why not just phrase it as change the way you manage employees at your company? I have a problem with that phrasing. It's just me here, but like, they're not yours. You just pay them. It's weird when they say this. Now for some strategically cherry-picked quotes from employees that answered this Gallup poll. Well, I enjoy my work and I would miss something if I didn't have to work. So if the employer said, you're a nice boy, just go home, I'll keep paying you, you don't have to do anything anymore, then I would miss something. Because, you know, I'm just thriving at work. Here's another one. We are not only coworkers, we are friends, so we hang out outside. We have barbecues, we go out to bars together, we hang out together, so I like- Fuck that. I will not go to- Oh, fuck that. I am not going- No. Most of the people that at my job, like, don't, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that they're like monsters or anything like that. But no, 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 no. I will not be friends with the motherfuckers. I, I will say it like this. The people at my job are most, are most like family. I'll tell you why they're most like family. Because I didn't choose my family members either. But let's go. Like just because you're thriving at work doesn't mean that you're not ultra stressed out at work. So, you know, convenient how they just leave that out of this part of the study. The second section is the majority of the world's employees are quiet quitting. Rephrase that to what it actually says. The majority of the world's employees are doing exactly what they've been asked to do. You pretty much just lost all my respect. And not that you care, but this is very clearly aimed at CEOs and people you want to pay you 
for management training, which is what you mentioned at the bottom of this. It's like the previous video I made about the 3D model exactly. Anna, where they came up with a study about what would happen to all of us simply just to push their own narrative. Kind exactly, exactly. Wait, I work right next to you. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> if somebody in my job found out my YouTube channel, one, they will laugh their ass off. Secondly, I am not the same person at work that I am on YouTube. So, yeah. I am not the same person I am at work in my private life. And besides, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to dox my job like that. Kind of what's going on here. See, look, quiet quitting. The employees are filling a seat and watching the clock. That's not what quiet quitting is, Gallup. Stop rephrasing everything. They put in the minimum effort required and they are psychologically disconnected from their employer. That's fine. What's wrong with that? I don't have to be deeply and emotionally invested in your company because you pay me. And for leaders and CEOs and executives to expect this of employees is insane. It's not their company. They don't control it or benefit from it like leaders do. But also, this is just wrong. These employees are filling a seat and watching the clock. No, these these employees are doing exactly what they've been tasked to do. Gallup, take this garbage off the internet. I hope you get called out for this nonsense. They put in the minimum effort required. I mean, if that's how you want to phrase it, it means doing their job. If you're satisfied with the work they're producing, then why does it matter the amount of effort they put into it? Although they are minimally productive, that's not what that means. They are more likely to be- Wait, wait, how are they minimally productive? Does that mean that they're meet meeting their requirements? If they're meeting their requirements, Fuck you, because reasons. Okay, I, I'm sorry. Stressed and burnout than engaged workers because they feel lost and disconnected from their workplace. Oh, you mean they're not corporate simps and don't just believe everything automatically when their company tells them something. That's so, uh, people that have boundaries, Gallup, is that what you're trying to say? Loud quitting. These employees take actions that directly harm the organization. Like what? Undercutting its goals and opposing its leaders. Opposing its leaders. I think they like to say this. Wait, what, what are they leaders? Are, is, it, is it a war? God, is it is it a war when you're opposing your leadership? It's almost like a war. Do you have to take a class for this war? Is it a specific type of class war? Uh, all right, let's go. But again, I'd be willing to bet you just questioning your company's policy or CEO's behaviors on something would be seen as opposing its leaders. At some yeah. point along the way, the yeah. trust between employee and employer was severely broken, or the employee has been woefully mismatched to a role causing constant crises. Again, Shit. But they don't hear what the fuck they're saying, right? They, they don't hear... Let's go. Again, no mention of compensation or money or anything like that. It's just trust and mismatch to a job. Gallup, you're really reaching here. You're really aiming for those CEOs that just have no idea what's actually happening. Although the world has recovered from the worst of the pandemic, employee stress remained at a record high level. So you talk about all this thriving and how everything's going great, uh, but then you say, yeah, but people are still the most stressed out they've ever been at work. Even the people that are thriving. Engagement has 3.8 times as much influence on employee stress as work. It's almost as if there's a thing that's happening and maybe employees 
employer should actually address the shit that's happening with people. Work location. Are you buying that? I'm not buying that. Where I work absolutely has everything to do with how much stress I have. The office stresses me out. I'm not buying it. But feel free to kind of flip the tables and say, well, it's actually engagement affecting your stress, not your work location. Please come back to the office. More corporate propaganda, more corporate nonsense. And again, we have cherry picked quotes from employees that answered this survey. Having my workplace at home has made it more challenging to separate myself and step away from work. Rick. R Rick, 71. Oh, he's a manager too. Of course. Fucking of course, of course, of course he's a manager. And if you haven't seen the previous video about why employees employees want employees to work return back to work, like this is one of the things. You can't bullshit your job. If you are a leader of people and your job is mostly bullshit and task mastering and motherfucking being an overseer, you can't bullshit that when people work from work remote. You can't bullshit that. So you 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 realize that oh shit, my job may not be secure if I have a group of people that can actually manage themselves. But let's see what Josh says. I can almost guarantee that's gonna be it. 71, a manager. This next one, at home I feel like my job is just work. Like there's not, you know, the fun stuff. The camaraderie, right? The relationship building. Again, another fucking manager. Building is a little bit harder, said Anne, 33, a manager. It's always the managers. So where's the camaraderie? That's why we don't want to go to the office. Leave me alone. Let's just work. And then they show this last page here, which is takeaways for leaders. Quiet quitting employees are your organization's low-hanging fruit for productivity gains. They are ready to be inspired and motivated, not paid more or compensated extra for doing more work you're just ready to be inspired and somehow that'll make you do a whole bunch more of uncompensated work so you can help that global economy potential number reach 8.8 .8 trillion or whatever it is I think by now you can clearly see the corporate bias in these studies and articles so that's enough of this if you enjoyed the video do me a favor all right um yeah let's yeah I want to go ahead and put that like uh, not a share a like on that video yay all right, yeah, we enjoyed that video. We enjoyed that video. So yeah, this is why I like Josh Fluke's video. Um, did I even have his original video? Um, yeah, I, I just, I'd do it at a later time. But anyway, guys, thank you for watching this clip. Um, we're gonna cut this segment right here. Remember trying to hit a thousand subscribers by motherfucking October 1st. Like, share, and subscribe, and everything else. Thank you for watching this video. And the next one should be popping up on your screen. Subscribe. And if you haven't checked it out and want to help out the channel, check out my Patreon. Thanks.